Welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd, Conversations with Coach. I'm Bob Stoops. I'm taking time to talk with my friends and colleagues in the sports world to get caught up and share some stories. But first, I want to say thanks to these sponsors, Rose Hill Builders, First Fidelity Bank, and Louie's Bar and Grill. Today, I'm going to be joined by uh, state champion high school football coaches around the state here of Oklahoma, guys that, uh, that had great games over the past weekend and just want to congratulate them and talk about some of their games. First, I'm joined by Lauren Montgomery, Bixby uh, High School. Uh, Lauren, welcome to the show. Thanks, Coach. It's excellent to be on here, and, and we appreciate you highlighting our program. Well, listen, sixth straight state championship, uh, beat Jenks, great program as well, 49-21. Talk about that big game uh, this past weekend and winning six straight championships. Well, we were just thrilled to to make it to that game. As you as you know, it's difficult to win. It's difficult to make it to a championship game, and and uh, we we talk all year about playing our best ball at the end of the season, and and that's exactly what happened. Our kids started fast. We came out well, and um, we really got some of the some of our guys' best performances of their career on that very last game of the season, which is the way we want it. So it was just a lot of fun for our kids and our entire program. Special, uh, a special game by Cordell Goldsby. Talk about his day. Let's see here. He had five touchdowns, returned to kickoff, 96 yards, 512 yards of total offense. Talk about his day. Well, Cordell's just electric. He has been all year. He's returned uh, really six punts, uh, returned wow. six punts during the season. And then that was the first time all year. Jinx had, uh, had a pick six, a big time play. We were up twenty one nothing, and that's that made the score twenty one seven. Gave them a little bit of momentum, and then uh, on the ensuing kickoff, uh, the first kickoff return all year where Cordell had been kicked to, and and just a phenomenal run. Uh, it was blocked up well, and then he made several guys miss on the back end of it, and uh, and really took the wind out of their sails. And so big play of the game, but Cordell's been a special player. Um, his entire career, he had over 1,500 yards uh, all-purpose this year, um, played receiver, started every down a corner, played probably 125 wow. snaps, um, and, and and he's a great kid. He's fun to be around. He's a good leader, um, you know, never misses. And so just thrilled for the way that he went out playing his very best game on his last on his last game as a Bixby Spartan. That's awesome. You're seventy-four and one over the last seventy-five games. Pretty incredible. What do you attribute the, the consistent success to? Well, we're fortunate at Bixby. We've got a whole lot of people in this program that understand that football, extracurricular activities, and sports are important for the development of our students. And so we've got an administration, we've got a community, we've got players, we've got parents. Um, and, and we've got coaches who are all pulling on the same end of the rope. And furthermore, as you know, Coach, with your staff over the years, we've got a lot of continuity on our staff. Our offensive right. coordinator has been with us for 13 years. Our defense coordinator has been with us 12 years. Our middle school coaches have both been with us 20 years or more. And so we've got a lot of guys on staff that, that understand what it's supposed to look like and get the most – not only out of the the players, but the but the other coaches and the and the younger coaches coming onto our staff. 
Well, continuity definitely makes a big difference, and good for you to have that kind of. I want to talk about your out-of-season program, the 225-pound club. I'm guessing that has a little bit to do with some of your success as well. Well, we'd like to think so. We we think stronger football players are better football players, as nearly every program will tell you. I just feel like uh, our community probably buys into it a little bit more Back in 2010, when we took the job, uh, we weren't real good at playing football yet, and there were just a lot of things that we couldn't control. And and the one thing that we knew we could control was um, developing our student-athletes. And so we went all in on developing our student-athletes, and just so happens the full clean, we felt like, uh, translated the best to the football field with explosiveness, um, athleticism, deceleration, all those things. And so we started back in 2010 calling it Club 225 when the kids would clean 225 pounds. And we only had eight that year. And then just doing the numbers last year, we had 93 kids at our high school that could clean 225 pounds. And wow. you'll see you'll see the stickers on their cars. You'll see the T-shirts. We celebrate it. We make a big deal out of it. But um, it's just something that our kids can take a little bit of pride in. And so uh, something we're extremely proud of. That is awesome. And for the people out there not understanding what a clean is, it's a power clean, right? You bend over. You pull the bar up with 225 on, up and and up over your head, right? Yeah, and you catch it in a full squat, and so right. you're getting a lot of athleticism, a lot of knee bend, and, and yeah, it's it's based off the Olympic lift, the clean and jerk. Well, Coach Montgomery, big congratulations on this, uh, another state championship for Bixby, and wish you all the, a great out of season, and go get them again next year. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. It's always so much fun to talk to you about our program. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Going through the state of Oklahoma and welcoming uh, all the state champions to talk about their program. Want to bring in Travis White from Tipton High School. Uh, let's see here, 27 game win streak, uh, tra- uh, Travis, you're on. But you're in, you know, I want to talk right to uh, sixth state championship, I believe, as well for Tipton. And uh, talk about your program and that, that consistent success, Travis. Yeah, well, we've got nine total state championships going well, back. Well, I, I got I got to correct my my notes then. I, I have uh, <laughs> six six as a head coach, but our you know our town okay. has nine. Uh, Nineteen fifty two was the first one, and I think that created a a love and a and and maybe a, a football crazy community. And then <laughs> we won another one in ninety seven, and then uh, I came back in twenty eleven as a as a defense coordinator, and we won one in twelve. And then just over the last decade, we've won, you know, seven total. So um, a lot of a lot of sustained success. Um, I think our community is a really big part of that. I think we've raised over seventy thousand dollars for state rings, and wow, we fundraise for girls basketball, boys basketball, whatever. Every anytime we ask our community for something, uh, we get it. And and you know, we're not a rich community. Uh, we're just a bunch of blue collar workers, rural farmers, and and so. Uh, that's amazing. We pulled up at the uh, state championship game at Bethany on Friday at 4:20, and we had 30, 30 folks out there tailgating. So when our guys step <laughs> off, when our guys step off the bus, I mean, we're hearing, "Let's go, Tigers! Go get them!" You know, and and I, I think they went through thirty six racks of ribs Friday night. So, oh, that's uh, awesome! It's Let an me- awesome experience, and you know, our fans were uh, we packed the stands, and and so uh, yeah, we you know we've had a lot of success. Uh, been very fortunate. 
Well, with that kind of tailgating ahead of the game, tell me what it was like the celebration after the game. Did you have the fire trucks out and an escort into town? How did that go? Yeah, we got an escort out of town for a send off with the uh, fire and police and sheriff. And then they picked us up about 10 miles out of town and, and brought us in probably at about 2.30 a.m. I don't know. It was pretty late. A uh, pretty good trip from uh, Oklahoma City to Tipton. And uh, I think we woke everybody up in the town because we we blared the sirens and then uh, met downtown at the, uh, you know, at the center square and had a little block party and tiger rag and, and let the let the boys break it out one more time with the gold ball. And and that's something we've done for every state championship. So, uh, yeah, that's a special thing that we look forward to. Nothing, nothing better than that. A high school celebration after a state championship. Good for you. Talk, yeah. talk, talk the differences. Everyone out there may not know it's eight man football uh, there with that that you're in. Talk about maybe the differences with eight man to eleven man ball. That's always intrigued me. What I always say is offense is if if a coach is going to come from eleven man to eight man or a program, offense is really easy. A lot of your offensive schemes, you you know, you want to run the zone, the counter bubble, whatever it is, you're probably going to be successful in eight man. The, the hardest thing is defense. Uh, two things in particular, I think linebacker play is pretty similar. Uh, one of the biggest things is defensive ends. You're asking them to uh, set the edge, contain, stop the run, and then pass, go get after the quarterback. We've had some kids that played 11 man defensive end that really struggled coming into the eight man game. So that's a challenge. Right. And then the other biggest challenge is in the secondary, because, uh, it, when I'm on offense, if I want to get a, an ISO, a single, a one-on-one, I'm going to get it because you, you can't always put that safety over the top. So your secondary guys absolutely have to be able to cover. And and then probably one of the biggest differences is if you know if you break through that first line, it's probably a touchdown. So it's uh, the, the secondary play is really challenging. Um, and it, it's definitely overall much harder to play defense in eight man, I think. How about let's talk about the big game Johnny Fernandez had? He had over 200 yards rushing. Talk about Johnny, Coach. He's uh that kid's about five three and 140 pounds, and he <laughs> plays with a ton of grit and a ton of heart. He had uh, 24 carries for 208 yards. He had several tackles. Wow. Um, and then he snapped his leg. I don't know if you know that, but oh, at, the I of, at the end of the third quarter, he got uh kind of rolled up on a tackle and he broke tib fib and. Oh, no. uh, He's an incredible kid. He plays with a with a ton of heart. He went and had surgery the next day, and he was walking on it the next day. They said they wanted him wow. up standing on it. So he texted one of our guys on Monday, said he was going to get a workout in that day. So, uh, yeah, he played a phenomenal game. Uh, you can't really see him. He hid behind our linemen, and, uh, yeah, he's really tough to tackle. Kind of like us with Quentin Griffin back in the day, way back when. When when Johnny was about a freshman, I said, "Hey, do you?" When I was last year, I said, "Hey, do you know who Quentin Griffin is?" He said, "No." Yep. I said, "Here, go to YouTube and go look this guy up." I said, "You're yes, uh, very similar." So, last I checked, those holes it isn't vertical; it's just yeah. here, right? Just exactly. as long as they could find space, they've got a place to play. Exactly. He he does a very good job of that. Well, great. Well, you wish Johnny the best for me. And listen, Coach White, thanks for joining us. Uh, congratulations to Tipton and many more uh, championships coming your way. Thank you, sir, very much. Uh, continuing our talks with local Oklahoma state champions. Uh, right now, I got Jerry Rickey from uh, Lincoln Christian, who won a, the 3A state championship, uh, beating Heritage Hall 49-28. Let's talk about that game, Jerry. Great job. Congratulations to you. 
I appreciate that, Coach. Uh, it was a great game. It was a good night for our program, for our school, and for our kids. You know, your second state championship, and from what I understand, uh, talking about your roster with some uh, some other people, you only have seven seniors on this team. Is that right? That's correct. We had a, a small senior class, but it was a, a really good senior class. They, all of those guys were instrumental in the, in the success of our team with their leadership the, and, and their play on the field and just can be more proud of those guys. But yeah, we're relatively young and uh, the future is exciting. Really exciting and it got to be exciting. I know you've got five children. You've got two of your sons on, on, on the team, uh, Caden and Carter, correct? That is correct. Uh, I got to coach them both this year. Uh, one, I won one in 2019 with my oldest son, Chase. He was a quarterback for us. And uh, uh, my wife was kind of nervous about getting Caden his. Um, and so he's a senior, so we had to get him one. And so I came through for us. So it was, it was a good family <laughs> moment for us. That's awesome. Well, yeah, as you know, maybe you know, but I was lucky enough to have to step in and coach an Alamo Bowl a couple of years ago. And I, I got to coach my son for, for a month leading up to that game and really enjoyed it and then spend some special time celebrating after the win with my son Drake, of course, playing a few years ago. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I, I, I know the experience for you is good. It, the same, I had the same experience. Um, it's great when you have your boys out there and it, it's great kind of relief almost after the game when you get to celebrate with them and they enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, my wife was super happy and we, had, we just had a blast as a family. That's great. And I hated it. I, from what I understand, Andy Bass uh, tore his ACL. Talk about the great year he had. He was a tremendous player. We had obviously a lot of film on him and, uh, you know, getting ready for the game. The game yeah. plan was to stop him. And I, I'll be honest, we didn't do a great job in the first half. Um, just a dynamic player, a kid that, you know, he runs like a warrior. You know, he, he's got a little old school in him. He runs over people, and he, but he can run right by you. And so, um, just a great player, just a great, fun player to watch. I hate it for him that he got hurt. I talked to him after the game. A great kid and, uh, you know, a great program in Heritage Hall. Yeah, he, he did a great job all for many years. But talk about what your, your special player, uh, Moses Fullingham, I guess, uh, over 200 yards uh, rushing in the game. Yeah, Moses had a great game. You know, he's a tough kid that um, – Came here kind of as a defensive player, and um, you know we asked him to go to running back this year, and uh, he he bought into it and uh, had a fantastic season, and um, you know he he saved his best game for the last, and that's what you want your seniors to do, and uh, he had a tremendous game for us. That's awesome. Now I understand we're we're rivals here. You're a you're a former Iowa State Cyclone, and I'm an Iowa Hawkeye. So uh, that's. <laughs> That's correct. I uh, graduated from Iowa State, and uh, I remember watching what you years? when I was young. Yeah. What, what, what years did you graduate? I graduated or, from Iowa State in 1998. So, um, okay. I was a Hawkeye fan before I uh, went to Iowa State, and I remember watching you play for Hayden Fry, and uh, it, was, it, was a, it, it was good 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 times back then. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's kind of you. And then my two brothers followed me there, of course. So you probably watched them as well. Oh, yeah. Those are some good teams. And, uh, you know, they, Hayden Fry got that program turned around. And I know you guys are a big part of that. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I love what the job Coach Campbell's doing uh, for the Cyclones right now as well. So, well, Jerry, I want to thank you for joining uh, joining us here today. Uh Hope I just wanted to brag about your program and uh, best of luck moving forward. Okay, I appreciate that, Coach. Thanks for having me. It was, uh, it was an honor. All the best to you.
Thank you. Continuing our conversations with Oklahoma State champions. Now we've got Jeff Craig from Blanchard. Uh, defeated Wagner 19-14 for the 4A state championship. Jeff, good to have you back again. Hey, it's good to be here, Coach. That, that's, uh, that's a good sign that I get to talk to you again. <laughs> we, we brought you good luck last week defeating Wagner. But uh, listen, let's talk about that game, 19-14. Heck of a good football team. Uh, talk, talk about what were some of the keys uh, that you felt won the game for you. Well, I, obviously it came down to turnovers. I, you know, we, we talked about that before when you're in these big games like this. And, uh, you know, there's critical plays that are going to happen at some point in time in the game. But, uh, you know, our, our guys on defense have done such a really good job down this last stretch, especially during the playoffs of creating turnovers. And we were able to create six turnovers on a Thursday night for that championship game. And that obviously was the difference in the game. And, you know, anytime you can, anytime you can turn the other team over, uh, flip field position, all of those things like that. Not, we didn't necessarily score on every, you know, after every turnover, but we were able to flip the field and uh, field position became critical. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how many times I, I know I talk about it all the time. People get tired of hearing me and number one key in about any game is turnovers. And, uh, you guys coming up with four interceptions, pretty special. Talk about Reagan Palmer. He he had a heck of a game. One interception, ten tackles. Uh, talk about his play. Yeah, Reagan. You know, Reagan was a guy that uh, you know we were looking for big things out of him all year long, and unfortunately broke his collarbone in the first game of the year, and pretty much was has pretty much been out. <clears throat> he he came back uh, weeks four and five. Probably a little bit early, but uh, those were huge games for us. We kind of used him as a decoy in those games, and uh, but that that really probably put him out for the rest of the year. But we were able to get him back for the playoffs, so he made some critical plays for us down the stretch here in this playoff run. One of those being a kickoff return in the uh, semifinals over at Katusa. He took a right. second half kickoff, ninety eight yards back for a touchdown. So that was a huge turnaround. Then came up big with some, you know, some big catches early for us in the first half of our game Thursday, and uh, you know, and had had a big interception, like you said, and uh, you know, was was a big part of what we did uh, on both sides of the ball. And uh, he came up came up huge, and I was happy for him. Uh, you know, the guy that missed the whole season basically to come up right. big in his last game. How about in another guy, Cork Pierce had two interceptions. Cork's been uh, Cork's been on fire for us over on the defensive side, and you know, and he's a force for us also on offense. But uh, you know, very very heady player um, in the right place at the right time. Made a great read on one, uh, caught a deflection off another one from uh, Rio Reynolds. Did a good job breaking on the ball, deflected it, and Cork was there timely to pick that off. Two huge plays, as as you know, um, in those games, turning turning that field position around. Talk about, I love hearing about the celebrations after the game. Did you have an escort home or the fire trucks out or police escort into town, into Blanchard? How did that work? Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a blast. We were, uh, we got off 44 there headed south there through Newcastle and uh, wasn't really, we were just kind of hanging out on the bus, not really paying attention. And all of a sudden these about three sheriff cars go flying by with lights on and we were like, caught us off guard but then they pulled in front and uh, picked us up about newcastle and we went all the way home and uh rode that into a town and we had a great uh welcoming committee party of, of a bunch of people hanging out as we drove into town and 
that was a lot of fun. We uh, we went through town, sirens blaring and horns honking, and it was about two thirty in the morning. So we woke up half the town, but uh, we 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 don't get to do that too much. So we'll celebrate. <laughs> and, and well, they'll get over it. Well, big congratulations to you, and let's hope let's hope you and Blanchard are doing it again next year, waking everybody up, right? We would love to do that. That, was, that that that's fun times. You can't beat you can't beat that. Anytime anytime you get to do that, it's a great a great year. Well, appreciate you, Coach Craig, joining us, and uh, enjoy some of your off season here. Thank you, Coach Stoops. Appreciate it. Continuing now with our conversations with state championship football coaches throughout Oklahoma, we've got Mike Dunn from Carl Albert back to back state championships. How's that feel, Mike? Oh, it feels great. It's uh, it's always fun to do, and and last Saturday was no different. Well, you beat a heck of a team. Dell City was previously undefeated. Uh, you beat them thirty-five fourteen, and in a strong fashion to win the five A state championship. How talk talk about the game and uh, some of the key parts of the game that helped you win? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that really uh made it you know kind of the icing on the cake with uh with playing a really really good football team. Um, Dell City, lots of respect for those guys, uh, Coach Jones and his staff and, and their players. They do an incredible job. And so going into the game, we obviously knew it was going to take a, a big-time effort to get that done. Um, and, you know, our guys, if you would have came out to our practices last week, you would have thought it was just another week. You know, you wouldn't have been able to tell that we were playing in a state championship. Our guys were just all about their business, all about getting the job done and, and preparing just like we did in, in week one. And so um, – you know, our, our kids, you could tell from the very beginning that they were not enamored by the moment. You know, they, they were there for to, to take care of a job. And uh, that was pregame, pretty evident. I think our guys are really locked in. And then we got, obviously, some really big performances from from our guys. You know, as you know, Coach, you, you, those big-time players got to step up in big-time games. And, and our big-time dudes stepped up. And talking about one for sure, OU commit, Xavier Robinson had, had over uh, – about 130 some yards, three touchdowns. Talk yep. about his play. Yeah. So Xavier, um, you know, he got us started um, there with that that early pass from uh, from Kevin to to Xavier. Um, I think it was a 39 yard touchdown. Beautiful play design. Our offensive coordinator, Coach Johnson, and our coaches, our our uh, offensive staff. I mean, they they do an incredible job. You know, I, I think we hit on probably three of our big big shot plays. I think we hit on three of them uh, the other day, and but. Uh, Kevin, you know, throws that up to him and great throw, great catch. And it really spurred us, you know, in those games, you just want to get on the board and we got on the board first. And so, you know, started there and then, uh, you know, and just grinded it out. It was one of those games, you know, our, our offensive line coach, coach Clarence Madden, he said it best. He said some of those three or four yard games were like little wars in themselves. There was just battles and wars all over the field. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, getting to see Xavier cap off his high school career with that 65 yard touchdown to, to pretty right. much just finish the game, that was it was incredible. It was a great moment. And Kevin Sperry, another OU commit, um, had over 100 yards rushing, over yeah. 100 passing, a couple touchdowns. Quarterback always makes a difference, right? Absolutely, and he definitely was the difference in this one. You know, like uh, I talked to Coach Jones over at Dell City today, and he said, you know, in, in his opinion, that Kevin's Kevin's uh, rushing was what solidified the game. You know, and he. Uh, Kevin had a 103 yards, I want to say, on 14 carries, um, and it was gutsy, gutsy performance, you know. I mean, he took some hits, and he kept rolling, um, you know, had a rushing touchdown from about six, seven yards out, and that's hard against those guys, against their defense. And 
you know, we, we didn't throw the ball as much in this game and, and the way it just kind of worked out. But he had uh, – he was 9 of 12 passing. I mean, all year long, Kevin had a 70% completion rate. His QBR, they keep that on max preps, was 142, which is just incredible. Wow. He had 34 touchdowns passing. Um, he had he had 600 yards rushing this year with another 11 touchdowns. I think OU fans are going to get something, <laughs> and, and the coaches there are going to get something really, really special. There's not a better quarterback out in the country in that class. No way. I, I agree. I, he's he's fun to watch. No no yeah. doubt about it. And I see you you held Dell City to 90 yards rushing. Talk about a couple of your better defensive performances. Yeah. So uh, well, start start with our our staff. You know, Coach Her- Herbert, our defensive coordinator. Um, he came into into my office this week, the weekend before, and just said, "Hey, I think we're going to have to do a couple things to really to stop the run." I mean, that's what it was all about. We, I know, I know, Dell City wants to establish the run, and they're hard nosed, and just like we are, same thing we wanted to do. And so we made some moves with our linebackers and, and changed up some fits, and uh, you know, but I, I, you know, up front it starts with our defensive line and, and Brock Johnson. He's a three year starter, had an incredible game. We call him Big Game Brock. You'll appreciate that. He, he's had some big games and championships. Yeah. Um, and, and he had another one the other day, caused a fumble on a sack and, and got a score for us right after the next play. But um, all three of our linebackers had huge games. Marcus James, another OU commit, right. had maybe his best game of the season. Um, and then uh, Easton Harless, our senior uh, outside linebacker, just had a well of a game, um, un- unbelievable game. And Caden Davis, our other backer. And then in the back end, obviously, we've got some dudes back there. and. If you can hold them down to, to what we did passing wise, you know, their stud receivers, number nine, Ladanian Fields. And, yep. and uh, I think he had five catches for 97 yards. And, and for him, that was a, that was kind of a slower day. And so our kids did a great job. Our coaches came up with a great game plan. Tristan Haynes, we put, put him on Ladanian most of the night and, and uh, all those guys. Trene Washington had two picks and DeAndre right. Dukes is another guy that stepped up and had a really big game in the back end. So it was, it was great by our, our whole defense. I always like hearing about. What was the celebration like uh, g- getting back to, to town, to back to Carl Albert, and, and were the fire trucks out and the sirens wailing? How, how, how'd that go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime uh, – we, we've this has always been a tradition. Things has been going on a long time here. Right. We have a great booster club. We have a great set of parents. My, my uh, athletic secretary here, Kelly Essery, they do an unbelievable job of getting a little celebration set up, you know, and they, they don't ever talk to us about it because they know we're not going to talk about celebrating nope. before a game ever, you know. And so we get back and they've got the, the balloons, they've got the, the table set up, the backdrop so kids can take pictures and they got the music going. Uh, you know, Co- Coach Corley, he wanted to hear some KC and the Sunshine Band. And so we got to hear a little bit of that and, and we got to party a little bit up there. But it's a community event, our parents, our booster members, teachers everybody's invited. I mean, there's probably 300 people up there as soon as we get back from the game. And uh, that's kind of how we cap it off every, every time we've done it. That's awesome. And you've done it a lot. 19th championship for Carl Albert, right? Tied with Jenks for second most all time in the state of Oklahoma, I think. 18th championship. It's the 19th time we've been in the game, which again, to me, that's just unbelievable. Unheard of. You know, we've been in it 19 times and to have a 90% winning right. rate in a championship game against the best in the state that just it's just a testament to the kids and a testament to the coaches and the program all the people that have gone before us this is it's a special place well congratulations coach dunn and uh to all the carl albert people um good for you keep going after him right you got two in a row you might as well get three next year hey that's always the goal we'll go to work on it next week <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Coach. I really appreciate you having us on. You bet, buddy. Thank you. Continuing our conversations with Oklahoma State football champions, we've got Muskogee head coach Travis Hill. Welcome, Travis. You had a big win uh, this, this last weekend over no. Stillwater. Absolutely, Coach Stoops, the defending state champions, that being the Stillwater Pioneers, they, we, they got back there and we were able to, uh, to find a way to get, get, a, get a championship ourselves. Coach Stoops feels good. Well, absolutely it doesn't. Now, that's Muskogee's first one since 1986, I believe, right? That is correct. Uh, so, been a long time, uh, long time earning. And, and you've been in Oklahoma long enough to know Muskogee's a big football town. So, uh, absolutely. Very, very exciting stuff. Yes. Big, exciting game, 29 28. Back to back weeks, you win the football game by stopping a two point conversion. Talk, yep. talk about what that feels like. It's <laughs> the way we planned it, though, Stoops, you know. No, it, it, it's, uh, it's an amazing deal. And whenever you work with, uh, with young people and they're able to make the play or, 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 or you know, basically react to the moment. And, and those, that's what it came down to in two football games. And by the way, I'm more gray hair, too, by the way, Coach Stoops. But uh, two football games, the, the last, you know, the last play was an onside kick. But the, the way the game ended was by us stopping the opposing team uh, – on the goal line with two-point conversions, uh, in one case to win, and in the other case uh, to tie. So uh, what a great deal by our kids being in, in, in a rising for the moment and, and making big plays when they needed to. Well, you've been used to championships. I know a broken arrow as a defensive coordinator, you won a state championship. Tulsa East Central, you've won a, also a state championship. What are some of the hallmarks or the, you know, the foundation of programs that you, you know, that you've directed like this to win state championships? Well, you, you know, Coach Stoops, it, it's, it's about relationships. It's where it all starts. you got to have a great relationship with, with the people you're working with in the community and everything like that. But I, I just think it comes down to this. You know, we, uh, I used to think football and life, and I still think they do, but we, we got a few things changing. We're not going to get political here, but they run parallel. There, there's, and, and now what I call this in uh, – Coach Venables does this well, too. It's what we call non-negotiables, Coach Stoops. There's certain things that in football, if you want to win championships, you got to be able to do. And some of those things are very uncomfortable for young people. And some of that is actually getting uncomfortable at times, you know, putting people in positions that, uh, whether it be physically or mentally, that are very, very stressing. Uh, but that's life. And so that's what we built ours on is the non-negotiables. Here's what we're going to do. We're here to love you. We're here. We're here to coach you. We're here to bring you up, not only with as, as a football player, but in life. But man, here's some things that, are, that aren't going to change. So, without getting into all those in details, but you know them. You, you've been there, and, and everybody said, "Would well, you make those up, Coach Hill?" I said, "No, those were made up in in the early 1900s when we started playing football. I mean, th right. those have existed since then. That's what makes the game so unique. You're going to have to do these things in order to win, and to win at a high level, you're going to have to do these certain things. So I just it, what, what it is is praise to the kids that bought into that and are willing to do that because most people aren't willing to do that no more, Coach Stoops. You, I agree with you totally. you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the truth. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the squat rack with a, a lot of weight on your back and on the on the X, you know, fifth, sixth rep, that, that's not comfortable sometimes. But, you know, if you want to win, you better find a way to get it done. Getting up real early in the morning, going for that workout or going to practice, all of it. I, I get it. But uh, talk about – Jamarian uh, Ficklin had a huge game. A great athlete, uh, always plays well. Talk about his game. Well, you know, uh, referred to as Bird here right. in Muskogee. Uh, that's his nickname. Um, he is uh, as as Coach Stoops. As you ran across some of the players and that you've that you coached, 
he's one of them is unique. You know, not too often do you find one with all the physical aspects. Okay, right. so you know he, he's got he's he can run and jump with the best of them, throw the football, but then has all the mental aspects too. Probably our best leader on our football team. Uh, excellent student excellent in the community. So you just throw a lot of superlatives at him. That's the reason why he's so special. I mean, I can go find you a lot of guys can run and jump, but if you're supposed to be over here and you're over here, you're really not very good. You know, so <laughs> this kid can do all that yeah. and he's where he's supposed to be. He's a great leader and, and he's just a great voice for our program. I mean, I, I'm just ecstatic with him. He fits all the intangibles as far as what they're looking at the next level. He's a 6'2 kid. He weighs about 185 now. Uh, throws the ball. Most coaches that come to our practices, that's what they said. The ball never hits the ground. I said, "Yep, that he, he's very accurate, and he's and he's athletic enough to run the football." So we got a special kid. He's just a junior. Right. So I know that Coach Stoops, I get to be a good football coach for him at least one more year. <laughs> football <laughs> players make coaches, or no doubt. Another guy that played great for you on defense, Tim Moore. Talk about the game he had. Tim Moore, another junior, and in, in, in Tim right. is, is our outside linebacker in, in, in the scheme that we do. Very athletic kid. Extreme, you know, runs extremely block places. He'd probably be playing safety, but in our schematic things that we do, he's an outside linebacker, junior. It's a kid, and I, you know, we're not going. I'm going to say a few things about him. You're not going to like. He's, he's a great kid, but he's a big Texas Longhorn fan, brother. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we tried to break that, but I think he's got some old Southwest Conference in him because he either wears Texas or Arkansas stuff around here. But uh, you know, his dad's a big Texas Longhorn fan, so the, and, he's, and his dad is actually from Texas, but. He's an well, hey, hey, you've got you've got a year to work on him. Well, and we've we've been working, and you know, so we're, like I said, so we'll continue to get that done. But just another kid is a fantastic yeah. kid. Has a smile on his face, twenty four seven. Just becoming more special out there. Brad Higgins does a great job with our as one of our defense coaches, coach the linebackers, and uh, schematically, uh, he's just one of those kids that make you a better football coach. Again, good football player. Yeah, they make the coaches, but hey. Coach Hill, uh, Muskogee, 6'8", state champions, congratulations, and yep. thanks for joining us here on Sellout Crowd. Hey, Coach Stoops, appreciate everything you do in the state of Oklahoma and everything, guys. Let's go have a good one, man. Appreciate it. Happy holidays, sir. I appreciate it. Kind to say that. Thank you, and happy holidays to you and your family. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. That wraps up this installment of Conversations with Coach. Follow and subscribe to this channel and visit selloutcrowd.com to find out about upcoming programs.